Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Grip and Grin. We are going over our ice fishing adventures. Attempted uh, ice fishing adventures. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a struggle. Yeah, for the both of us, but at least we've been having fun when we've been going out. Fun. <laughs> Keyword, fun. Yeah, yeah. Fun, but not fun fishing. Not fun fishing. I mean, it's just been slow this year. I haven't gone out much this year either. I haven't had the amount of time that I would like. Not even the opportunities. Like, I've been putting in the hours, dude. Like, I've been putting... Way more. Triple mine. Like, putting in the fucking hours. And we're also fishing, like, so many different bodies of water, more than you fished probably the last three years. And different. some some people might say, like, well, you're, you're mixing too much up. Like, you're just doing too many things differently. And... No, we're targeting ponds and lakes that are supposed to have fish on, in them. On, supposedly, yeah. On paper, they look great. Depth good, maps, good stocking report. The surveys are like pretty decent, and then you get there, and then it's just we'll get into it. But pickerel and pickerel and oh more pickerel. Gosh, just ugh, chain link, man. So I'll get into my my experience because last time we had uh talked about uh our first couple outings of the year wasn't that it breaking ice yeah breaking the ice and i i the the listeners know that i target my my brown trout you know if not go listen so my cousin and i were like okay let's go to let's go to the girls camp we call it a girls camp okay go to this girls camp and it's a nice little like I don't know, narrow path. channel. Yeah, it's a nice little channel. So it, you get some depth there. And, I mean, we're down 20 feet or so as far as depth. And, I mean, when I talked to you, it was... Oh. Is that the time you had two flags at once? No, I had four flags at once. I could not stop running. The next day at work, I was literally sore walking upstairs. And people were like, are you okay? I'm like... I had over 50 flags yesterday. I am so sore. But catching what? Everything but what you want? For me, yes. Uh, <laughs> yellow perch, white perch, smallmouth, pickerel. Uh, Nick did catch a, a brown trout, but, dude, it was fun, and we needed to get rid of bait, which was a great opportunity. I mean, we went through a shit ton of bait, but... Literally, from the time that we put our traps in to the time that we pulled traps, just flags all day long. Didn't you catch one jigging, too? <laughs> a little dinker. <laughs> Confirmed jigging. My first jig, yes. A nice four-inch yellow nice perch. Nice four-inch yellow perch, you know. I filleted just nice. Not going to lie, as I'm reeling it up, I'm like, oh, I lost it. And then it came to the <laughs> hole. I was like, oh, there, yeah. And you know it was it was cool. It was exciting to actually get a fish on the jig rod. But I mean, on that jig rod, it's like a four foot jig rod, and you have a four inch um, yellow perch. So it's yeah. essentially just bait fish, almost. Yeah, to an extent. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But as far as the girls' camp go, it was just it was not good. It was not good. We did not have good experience. Um, we had trouble with our auger early on. So oh, yeah, I remember that. Couldn't even get started. Could not get started. So we had to dry out the spark plug and everything and eventually get it going, but man. Yeah, I've been having auger issues too. So my gas cap was just not functioning anymore, just leaks everywhere. So if I set it down, just pees out. So I haven't really been using it too much because ever since then it's like I don't really want to get my car smelling like gas and pouring all over my sled and then I have to like dump it back out dump it back in but you got a hand auger now which is pretty slick dude it's freaking awesome I was surprised I mean you were too when you first saw it so you said. My, my buddy Greg he bought one and I was giving him shit I'm like what what the hell are you doing like why'd you spend he's like oh it was only like 50 bucks so I was like okay like I, I had to try it out it was eight inch you know I I prefer a 10 inch hole Right, but it was eight inch, and you know, it's got two blades on it. I mean, it it's pretty slick. It works pretty well. I mean, we had nine inches of ice that day, and we were drilling a hole in less less than fifteen seconds. I mean, it's that quick. 
And how, how much ice did we have yesterday? We had the spots where it was like nine inches, right? Ah, uh, I mean, it was like six to nine inches. Yeah, I think our deepest one was like a foot. Yeah, that's true. And we still had, I mean, we still drilled in less than 30 seconds. Until my arm was about to fall off. Yeah, I would not <laughs> recommend, I would not recommend like drilling all five of your holes. Like I would drill a hole, set a trap. Yeah, that's a good way to go about it. Yeah, drill a hole, set a trap. But even still, once you get the ice shack and you drill out a hole for jigging, like it even does a great job just doing the, the jigging hole too. Yeah, we do like the the triangle. So you got actually like a oh, 15 inch hole almost. Yeah. And it's yeah. pretty pretty slick. The only downfall to it, and I told you this, and you experienced it too, is like when you're drilling your holes and you get through the ice and you get down the bottom, you don't have the torque of like a regular auger. So it basically like punches one hole, like a tiny hole through the ice and like the auger follows that one hole. So once like a screw. Yeah. Once you punch through, you almost need to like lift up and just like ram this like auger down in to like get rid of that lip on the ice. Because when I pulled the auger out when I was at um, my brown trout spot, put my bait down and the bait would not go down the hole. I'm like, what the, what is going on? And it was just literally sitting on top of like ice. And I was like, oh, so make sure that that lip is like completely removed definitely i want one now after having my few auger issues i mean it's light five pounds five ten pounds yeah and it's just slick i mean carrying it's a breeze drilling holes even if i was surprised i was just surprised oh i I want a hole over here oh oh, okay i'll drill a hole oh nope i want to put it over there okay i'll drill a hole there like it's just so easy yeah i mean compared to the gas ones other than like the diameter of the hole i mean I don't really see much benefit to the gas one. Like, yeah. yeah, if you're drilling, like, 25 holes, okay. But I'm going by myself or with, like, one other person. And right. Even if you have two, like, when we went, right, I was pretty slick. Yeah, because my buddy Streeter, he bought one, too. It's like we're just, like, converting everybody. <laughs> yeah. They're, so they're all going to hand augers, and it's just, I mean, if each, Cheap. Yeah, if each of us has a hand auger, you drill your own holes, like, it's freaking awesome. It's so cool. But it, we were out there yesterday, and there was a gentleman that was struggling with his auger, too. That was karma. That was just karma, straight-up karma. So give me the rundown of this whole story. Like, oh, so would he start from the top, or are we just talking about the guy? Let's just talk about the guy. Okay, so we're fishing yesterday, and I don't know. We, are, like, we have this little inlet. We're fishing along the entire inlet cove. This guy, I'm assuming with his wife and kids— Come out, and kid you not, 10 feet from my trap. He's Easily. Try- Easily. Basically, they're fishing my my trap, and they're trying to get their auger to run. <laughs> he probably tried to start it 10 times. More. <laughs> they were there for an hour and a half. Yeah. Yep. The kids were, like, just doing their thing, but he was trying his darnest if to I re- get that thing to freaking run. If I recall, he did walk back to his truck, which was what, two, three hundred yards? Yeah, it was like directly across the pond. Yeah. Did he do that twice? Well, he walked out there the first time. Yep. Tried Struggled. like hell. Struggled. <laughs> Karma. Walked back, got some tools or some shit. Tools. He probably was just like, fuck, I can't get this started. And everyone's like, Dad, yeah, yeah, start the hunger, let's go. And then <laughs> walk back out, and yeah, karma. It's like, a straight up karma. Like literally, we were laughing the whole time because we're like, "This guy's gonna set up like right next to your trap." But it is like we can't stress it enough. Ten feet. Yeah, it's not like we're being crazy here. It was the closest anyone else has set up next to me, and I was like, Guaranteed. "Are you kidding me?" There's a whole damn pond. Yep, whole damn pond. Thirty-five acre pond. Like, you can literally walk down the shoreline just a little bit, and I wouldn't care. But, eh. But anyways, we hit our auger. Because, let's be real, if if the man was struggling, like, you know, a good, a, you know, reasonable. If he, yeah, if he wasn't next to us. Yeah. And he, like, he had his kids, so I'm like, all right, like, I would help him out. But if you're going to be setting up right on top of us, 
Good luck, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> sucks to suck, man. Exactly. It sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Yeah. But it, it was kind of funny because once he eventually left, we walked over to the where he actually drilled that hole. And how much? A, Maybe an inch of ice left <laughs> until it was done. But I mean, his auger wasn't working. <laughs> At, this is probably what he would turn it on full throttle and it would just not even no torque oh it was hilarious i mean definitely a karma i don't i don't wish bad omens on people but that's just karma doing its work absolutely no doubt i mean i remember i i took my hand dog and i was like i don't want him to see this put it in your shack (laughs) i was like yeah i'm gonna hide this but if he had come over and be like, hey, do you mind helping? I was going to at least say something. Be like, hey, do you mind moving for a little bit further away? And yeah, maybe I'll help you. But come on, man. That was poor. That was very poor taste. Freaking people. I mean, that that is ice, ice fishing in a nutshell. Yeah, it's like one of the things I just don't like about it. Where everybody just wants it. And they're like, oh, there's, there's people over there. They must be catching something. Um, but we're not. <laughs> you probably have better luck going away from us. They didn't know that. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, caught uh, five browns. Had to put a bunch of them back, and you know, had to pick a bring a monsters guy. Jeez, don't go, dude. Um, but that that was hilarious. I mean, that was that was. Great. You mentioned something in there, a shack hiding the auger in the shack. Oh, dude. So I, you know me, and the listeners by now should know me. I, I, nothing but the best, baby. Yeah, I know you're. If you're gonna spend the money, you're gonna spend the money to get some. I bought a four to five man ice shack that is insulated and i i don't even have a buddy heater yet and we just closed it all up the sun hit it and warms up it's nice got toasty and then you can really see bottom when you're jigging when we had that three hole set up i could see right to bottom it was was clean but those double insulated walls it just it blacks out everything i mean the bottom was actually it it wasn't mucky it was like rocks a little bit of weedage it's like uh, you know, the algae, like gunk. I don't know how to describe it. Like if you stepped in it, it would just be a cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of silty. Yeah, yeah. A little silty. But no, new shack. Love it. I mean, new the, auger. The only downfall about the ice shack is like it's so long. Like I have to push my my seat all the way forward in my car, in order for this bastard to fit in my car. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going on the roof. And packing it up isn't. Pre, I mean, it's not bad. It's but not it's a, terrible. It's like one man, that'd be tough. It would setting suck. up one man, I don't know how you did it. So, I did it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but I mean, if I'm like, if I'm going out for like an hour or like a couple hours, well, yeah, you wouldn't probably bring it. No, hell no. But if you're like what we did, you were there all day. I showed up later. I mean, let's be real. We're actually, for, you folks can't see us, but we're we're actually sitting. In this ice shack in my basement. Yeah, it's nice and warm in here <laughs> because normally it's freezing and I'm trying not to shiver into the microphone. But we have a little space heater and it makes it so much better. It's friggin' awesome. And there's no echo. We got the interrogation light above us. Yep. Playing poker. Maybe we need a few cigs right now. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> that smoke going up in yep. the light. But it, it's, it's pretty warm in here. I mean, I'm in a t-shirt. And usually it's, what, 50 degrees in my basement? It's freaking cold yeah, that's all i know it's pretty I cool. almost wear a jacket so we're, we're testing out the product yeah and it works i'm telling you the insulation what is it double wall double wall yo it's quite nice it's quite nice a lot of windows a lot of vantage points but you spent all this money in a good way you know we got you're gonna get your money's worth out of the shack but then you make a rickety scoop not rickety <sighs> but it's an interesting all right ice so. scoop so I'm making these purchases because eventually I want to bring the family out in the ice. Like I want them to be comfortable. Yes, I want every like I want to be comfortable too. But I'm thinking into like future, like next year and the years after. Like I want to bring my family out. So I'm making all these purchases, you know, planning ahead. But so I go to a sporting goods store because when I was down at the girls' camp, you know, fishing for browns, I lost my ice skimmer. It's gone. I don't know where it went. It's going to be probably on the bottom of that pond, you know, come springtime. I can't find it. I don't know where it went. And it's heavy. It was a heavy-duty uh, scoop. So, anyways, I went to a sporting goods store, and I was, like, walking in. I look at the guy. I'm like, yo, I need a scoop for ice fishing. 
and he laughs at me. He's like, good luck. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? I'm like, you don't have anything out back? Like, not, he's like, dude, I just sold my last two, and they were plastic. And I was like, ooh, I don't want those plastic ones. I mean, I would have bought it if it was there, but, eh, eh. So then I looked at him, I was like, you're telling me I need to make one? And he's like, I'm not telling you to, but I would. And I was like, challenge accepted. So went to a hardware store, and I just started, like, just forking over, like, materials. I'm like, oh, I could use that. Oh, I could use that. Yeah, and just finding all the stuff, like, putting it in my cart. And then finally, before I checked out, I was like, I can make it out of this, this, and this. So I bought a stainless steel, like, kitty bowl that you could buy for, like, your cat. It was like a, a dish. I drilled holes all through that. And then I also bought a, I don't know, like, three or four foot steel. Yeah, just like, a, what's the word? Steel bar. Basically. Steel bar, yeah. And bent it over so I actually have, like, a little handle for it screwed it into the the stainless steel uh kitty bowl <laughs> it freaking works man it's just like a strainer for like pasta on the end of a metal stick we call it the kitty scoop <laughs> but i mean that scoop that you took yeah. out yesterday that was a frick ton of ice yeah i know so it's like a big bowl that has like big lips on the side of it yep so it can hold Way more, except when you like push it into because it's only an eight inch hole. Oh yeah, and this thing's like six inch diameter. Yep. you're pushing down all the slush too, so that's the only annoying part. But then you can pull out like a frick ton. Yeah, and I would say the only other downfall to it is like it doesn't get all those like little fine pieces of ice. So I have to take my bait net and just scoop that out. And but yeah. it, I mean, it works. It gets the job done. And I, you don't have to bend over. That's because it's long enough. Yeah, exactly. Which is nice. Yeah. So I mean. For the time being, it's good. It'll get the job done. You also did something else that was pretty creative. So you have like a, what's a fabric trap carrier, whatever you want to call it. Trap oh, bag. dude, that's probably my best innovation yet. Yeah, because I have like the regular like wooden woven one. So I mean, I could do it. Yeah, but, but how much are those? And it was a gift. Mm. You can make them. Uh, you yeah, you can make them too. Okay. But usually, I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. No. So I, you know, I have, I have jack traps and I was like, man, I, I usually wrap them up in a towel and wrap them up in a towel so they don't like bump into each other and stuff. And I put it into my college laundry bag and people are like, what? Dude, it, it's actually like the perfect bag for ice. It's like the perfect height, like gets right to the top of it. So yeah. it's like they're poking out just a little bit, but it's fine because it still cinches. Right. It's a, it's a laundry bag. But it's like a backpack laundry bag. So I bought, I went to the hardware store again, and I this was like 8 o'clock at night. I was like, oh, I got an idea. So I drove out there, and I went and bought uh, like irrigation pipe. No, I originally thought like PVC pipe, but when I got there, I'm like, man, PVC pipe, freaking heavy. Mm, like, that's mm -hmm. really heavy. So then I saw this like drainage pipe, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's so much lighter, but it's still really rugged. So I basically cut them to the length of my traps, and I made um, like six. So I did a row of three and a row of three, and I taped them all together, and I used a shit ton of tape. And I was like, you know what, whatever, it is what it is. It was almost an entire roll of tape, but it's rugged. So then I threw that in the bag, but on the bottoms, a little special touch that I did was the drainage pipe, they have those little plastic caps mm -hmm. that have the holes in them. So in order for my traps to like dry out, I put those on the bottoms. So the traps, when they drop in, any water in there can drain out and air out. So pretty cool. And it's like very well organized. Oh, it's freaking awesome. It literally looks like you bought the bag for ice fishing and then you custom made those. But it's pretty sweet. And it stands up on the ice, which is, you know, that's pretty cool too. I didn't really uh, plan for that, but it, it, it works. So. Yeah, I mean, your setup is now pretty much complete. The kitty scoop cost me all of $6. <laughs> um, but the ice shack was a little more. $316. Yeah. Worth it. But the uh, the uh, ice uh, trap pack, that was $25. Bike for the materials. Pipe, uh, yeah. For all the materials. Driving that home was very interesting. You know, 10-foot pipe in a... In a Little surface riding bike by your head, <laughs> dude. It 
the pipes were sticking out the passenger side window. So as I'm driving, the cold air is just this. coming through the pipe <laughs> into the car. I am blaring the heat. I don't have a truck. So I'm blaring the heat, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's so cold in here. It was like 18 degrees that night, and I'm driving, and the cold air is just being like brutal. It's like driving with all your windows down, essentially. Yeah, yeah. just like a vacuum. Ugh, couldn't go more than 50, uh, 50 miles an hour because the pipes are like. <laughs> rip open the door. Oh, man. So I was like, crap. But it was worth it. Yeah. So I think this is a good time to get into one of our – our second actual ice fishing day together. I mean, we've been out once yeah. prior to this past Monday. Mm-hmm. But we we picked out a spot local to you. And I met you there. What, what, I met you there. I met, okay, well, I didn't meet you there. I met a mile away. <laughs> Literally. So we, yeah, we scouted this spot. And we'll get into, eventually, we'll get into scouting. When we talk about uh, spring fishing and stuff like that, our tactics yeah, yeah. and what we do. But we uh, scouted it and we we're looking at, you know, maps and stuff like that. And I was like, man, how far of a walk is that? Like, we don't have a foiler. We don't have a snowmobile. Like, we're roughing it. We are roughing it. And we didn't. You didn't have the shack then. No, I did not. So. I did not have the shack then. So map it out. And I'm like. That's 1.06 miles to get to that spot that we want to fish. If you walk in a perfectly straight line, which we don't. Perfect straight line. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So Streeter and I, my buddy Streeter, you know, he spent the night the night before and, like, woke up early, got out there, had a headlamp walking out in the ice, and we just started the trek. And I would say a half a mile into it, I was down to, like, a T-shirt, and I was, like, flapping the T-shirt. Like, I was that hot. But it. Oh my gosh, dude! It was ten degrees, nine. Yeah, degrees. it was it was cold. Yeah, but work. Oh yeah, and I wasn't there at the beginning because I met you there after, like a few hours after. So get out there, start drilling holes, and it's a nice spot. Like you look at it, and you're like, eh, okay, all right. shoreline looks good. However, one thing we forgot to say when we parked at this spot, there's milfoil there. Which we didn't know about that when we were looking yeah. into it. Which, yeah. yeah, our bad a little bit, but I didn't see it anywhere. Uh, and then that's just oil, man. I don't understand why they would stock this particular pond so much if there's this much milfoil. I thought about this as we were fishing there. Like, they check props for milfoil. Why don't they check ice traps for milfoil? Uh, someone's going to send the cold. I mean, are they going to have. Are you fishing off your dock and you show up from out of state? Like, they're not going to be able to do that. That's like, unrealistic. I understand that. But, like, that's that just comes down to, like, you're responsible as a fisherman. Like, you should be checking your They traps. should probably say something. Because some of the, the holes that we saw that were drilled prior to us getting out there, they were from, like, the day before. There was milfoil everywhere like all over the holes and i was like man they must have had a fish that like ran into the thick nasty stuff and just i don't know it's just i'm they should probably put out a statement saying check all your equipment not just your boat prop yeah which they i don't know if they do i don't think they do i didn't i don't know but we didn't know there was milfoil which is kind of deal probably breaker. that's a deal breaker come when on when i got there i was like frick like uh yeah we'll see what happens the water was clean the water was very clean even though when you looked down in, it was like algae green, like but the water coming out of the hole was, yeah, crystal clear. So if there wasn't milfoil there, it'd be a pretty and it dropped off quick. Yeah, so not we... as quick as yesterday, but I mean, you went from five to eight feet down to like thirty-five feet right there. Yeah, and the shoreline was like kind of rocky, so it gave like a nice little vibe to it. And all right, we're gonna get into them maybe. Yeah. But we, I mean, I put up a couple brookie traps, like, right on shore. I had three, four feet of water, and I didn't get anything on those traps. I had one trap that the flag went off, and I was like, oh, baby. Had to reset it because the bait was fine, but it was, like, kind of chewed up. Mm-hmm. Flag went off again. I was like, <laughs> I yelled the street. I'm like, it's a brookie hole. They're coming back. Like, it's a brookie. And set the hook and i was like oh it's on it's on i was like yes here we go like 
you know, icing on the cake, brookie time. Crappy. <laughs> Is that your first one? <laughs> Ever ice fishing? Yeah, actually. That's pretty cool. But they I have like, a cool mouth that like oh yeah open. Oh yeah. I was like, what? At first, I thought it was a sunfish, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was so embarrassed. But like crappy, you know, people jig for crappy all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I was, yeah, some brookie. <laughs> and then you send me a snap, like, oh yeah, we did catch one brookie. Streeter caught one. Yes, and I'm all. <sighs> How do I put this? The past few times I've brought my buddies out, they have outfished me. They have outfished me. They have caught beautiful fish. Greg caught that 18-inch brown trout. Freaking beautiful. Gorgeous brown trout. Andy caught a 14-inch brown trout. Man just like bagged out. Just boom. Done. I was like, what the? And peace out. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? And then I bring Streeter, and he's got the these little like, bucket cover traps like fucking dude the flag a couple of them the flag went off you can hear it. it's like tick, 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 and you're like oh flag but his flag on a few of them like shot off and you would find it like three or four feet like away from his trap and we're like there must be a fish on this one <laughs> but we heard the one go off one of these traps and it was just like it was running pretty good and you know he I could see the struggle. I was like, all right, it's a good fish. It's a good fish. And I was like, play it. Like, he listened to everything I told him to do. And when that brookie came out of that hole. That's a nice size one. Beautiful brookie. Was it 15, 16? I didn't, I wasn't there, so I don't know how long it was. But when I got there, it had a nice girth to it. Oh, my gosh. Gorgeous. Eater. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. General, general law there. So, six inch minimum. Yep. So. And brown trout, uh, general law, 14-inch minimum. I was talking to a guy yesterday. He's like, it's 12. I'm like, no, dude, it's 14. Always read up trout. on the laws. Always read up on the laws. But, yeah, general law, um, six inches for the brookie. He was well exceeding that. And I was like, man, that's a nice freaking fish. So I was happy for him, but I was kind of pissed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was like, come on, come on. Yeah, you sent me that um, that picture, and I was on my way at that moment. I was like, "All right, so we're gonna get into them today." Right, that was my thought process. And then I was like, "Well, so I have a freaking walk." And then I get to the milfoil sign. I'm like, "Shit!" And then I have a 20 minute walk. We kept looking across the ice, going, "Is that him? Is that? Nope, that's not him." Like, because <laughs> you actually came up the shoreline, then cut across to yeah, us. Yeah, because I. First, I was like, ah, I don't really, was it this point or that point? And then I was on the snowmobile trail that was really easy to walk on. I could glide across it, so I was like, whatever. Add, add a little bit of time, but what, three minutes of walking? Who cares? Yeah. At the end of the day, when I'm there for, what, six hours, what's three minutes? Right. Yeah, true. But I, I as the day went on, I mean, it, as soon as you got there, let's be real, it yeah, that's just my effect right now. <laughs> it, maybe. Yeah, maybe. it is my effect. Maybe I should test that out. But, I I mean, we got there. We didn't have many flags. Um, but, uh, I mean, I moved my traps just because I was like, frig this. Like, yeah, I had all pretty much brookie holes dri- uh, drilled in. There was people across the cove that were getting fish. Running, running. And I was like, I know what they're running for. But I want in on that action because I'm sick of just standing here. Pickerel, man. Oh, my goodness. So you put one out, what, like 30 yards, maybe a little more? I put one at 30, yeah, about, yeah, yeah, 30, 40 yards. How many times did I run that trap? Uh, You caught, like, what? 20. 20 pickerel. Yeah, around there. 14 inches. You would would take the (laughs) freaking... Bait bucket back, we'd sit down, and then the flag would go up, and we'd run out there. And you can just bet your life on the fact that it was going to be a 12 to 14-inch pickerel every single time. I remember. Except, except the one streeter caught. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just a little dink. <laughs> so after I assess my, my trap and like get it you know, set back up and everything for my, my next pickerel, I, uh, we're walking to Streeter's Traps. And it, like, you can see it go off, and I'm like, oh, little flag. Like, those flags are, what, six inches of, like, exposure? Yeah. Can't even see it. Goes off. And the spool on top, you can see it, the fish running. 
And he's like, oh, it's a good one. It's running. Like, he was all jacked up and because he, he caught that brookie. So he's, like, thinking it's another brookie. Sets the hook. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a good one. The fish is on. I'm like, all right, great. Fight's on. Let's do this. Pulls it out of the ice. It's like a six-inch pickerel. I've never that was seen hilarious. A, I've never seen a pickerel so small. It was really funny. He's like, do you want me to just hook this and put it back down there? I was like, you, you could. But uh, Pickerel City, I it was like the Amazon jungle. At one point, at one point, you ran out to a flag, and then I see this person walking over from the left. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'm going to sit here and see who this is. I don't know if it's a warden or a biologist. Because it looks like a fish biologist. The way yeah, because they had like a green jacket. So I was like, I'll just wait and see who it is while you go out and tend your flag. Yeah. Then it turns out to be a landowner. <laughs> <laughs> and then I forget the first thing. Streeter probably remembers better, but like, did you cut down a tree over here? It's like, no. <laughs> Do you see a fire anywhere? And like, She's like, oh, do you know such and such name to get down here? It's a private road. Everything's private. It's like we walked from the boat launch, which is a mile away. And she was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, what are these idiots doing? Because they did have posted signs on the the point there. They had one posted sign there and then one kind of around the bend. They weren't like, you couldn't even see them. You would have to like walk up to it and like follow the tree line and be like, oh, there is a posted sign here. Like, yeah. And we didn't we didn't venture onto the point at all, but it just goes to show like don't posted signs have to be twenty yards apart. I have no idea on the law on that. I think it's twenty yards. I'm she wasn't sure. very happy. And she was. She not. was thinking it was us. Don't ever cut someone's property. Just don't do that bad yeah. idea. But we didn't do it, and she was like almost interrogating us. Yeah. While you're out there attending your flag, I'm like yelling. I'm like. Andrew, I need pliers. And you guys are just like bickering back and forth. I'm like, oh my gosh, who is this? Yeah. I thought it was like a child. I mean, she, tiny woman. Yeah, she was tiny. But she's like, I own this whole. Oh, I own everything. I know. I own all this. And we were like, oh shit, okay. But, I mean, you don't own the water. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, we're going to fish. She was. It was a little bit. Which is weird because Streeter even said, because he, he fished there in the summertime and he was like kayaking or canoeing and people were saying like what are you doing he's like i'm fishing yeah people <laughs> like, are so touchy like if you're fishing off of somebody's dock like okay yes if the there's dock... people swimming or if people are like right. using it then right. like common courtesy but if no one's there i'm gonna like flip a worm in there and see right. if i can't catch a bass right. like right. it's not i'm not doing anything to you people man they get so butthurt about their their waterfront property they don't want somebody fishing right off in the water in front of their camp because they can't it's like come on there was one time though i was fishing on Cavasi, and this this is when i caught this huge pike like oh i remember that just a 12 pounder i had eight pound test on you were in your aluminum boat right i was on my buddy's boat oh so hey buddy like, I literally I cast out right in front of this person's dock. And she's sitting there with a the newspaper and a coffee. It's like 10 a.m. And I I said, oh, I hooked bottom. And then my drag just takes off. Fight the fish in for a bit. And, like, we get this huge pike to the boat. And we're like, how the hell are we going to get it in here? And my buddy just grabs it by the side, throws it on the boat. And then this woman... Watching this whole thing go down, stands up, and she's old, old, raises both fists and says, yeah, good job. I was like, thanks. And then she's like, hold up the fish and holding up the freaking pike and massive. And she's like, "Woo, can I take your picture? And then we take our boat over and snap, she snaps a picture of us. That's I don't even know who awesome. she is. That's but so cool. It's like the nicest lady. Yeah, yeah, people fish around this cove, right on my dog. There's smallmouth. She was very nice. It reminds me of the time I was hunting in Augusta, bow hunting, and that woman was walking her dog. She's like, can I take a picture of you? Because I scared the shit out of her. <laughs> She's like, can I get a big picture of you? I can barely see you. I was like, yeah, go ahead. So I'm on a woman's camera, but I don't, I don't know who the hell it was. But that's the, really cool. Yeah, this, but this particular landowner wasn't as nice. No. I wonder if she was out of state. 
Hmm. I'm not. I mean, let me be clear. I'm not saying if you're out of state, you're just a complete dink. But I wonder if you. I. I don't know where she was from. I don't know. Yeah. Like we're not gonna like we're not gonna just disclose. We're not gonna say like her name on the on yeah. the air here. But I mean, I don't know. I think she's she's might have from because there was the, multiple camps on that point. Yeah, and like, they weren't like all the same. They were different camps. But it was Monday, in the middle of February. If you're typically if you're coming out of state, I don't really. And those camps like, are run down as frick. Yeah, like bad. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty horrible. I wouldn't walk into it. <laughs> Probably a bunch of mice shit in the insulation. Ugh. But anyway. But besides the landowner that we encountered, I mean, we also encountered eagles. Like, we had oh, an yeah. eagle fest over here. It was just freaking crazy. Uh, how many? Five. That was pretty cool. Bald eagles, like, fighting, just, like, swooping down. I'm like, that's so cool. It's just crazy. Like, when I was... I don't know, like 12 years ago, seeing an eagle was just stop the car, roll down the window, and look at it because it's badass. You never see them. And now there's a plethora of them. Just so freaking many. I don't remember a time this year that I went ice fishing I didn't see a bald eagle. I've seen one almost every time I've gone out. Yeah. Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> when I went fishing down at uh, my brown trout spot, Greg was with me, and there's a ton of people, ton of people, and, you know, people walking through my traps. I'm like, come on. It was not a good day. It was not a good day. Had flags, but nothing to really show for. Anyways, all of a sudden, we hear this guy. He's like, hey, 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 you motherfucker. And we're like, what? Who is ye- and he is screaming at the top of his lungs, like just scream, you fucking dank! Like I am quoting this man. He's screaming this on the ice, and as we all know, sound travels on the ice. And there's like tons of people on the ice. A bald eagle swooped down, grabbed his trout, and it was no like dinker. It was a beautiful trout. Grabbed his trout and fl- tried flying off with it. It was so big, it kept like bouncing off of the ice, like trying to take off. And this guy is chasing after this bald <laughs> eagle, like running across the ice. He's like, hey, hey. And then this other group of guys that was fishing, one guy just yells out, God bless America. <laughs> and the whole ice just started like cackling and like laughter. It was great. But this guy kept like, chasing down this bald eagle across the ice it's like dude you're not getting it back like sorry yeah <laughs> that's funny oh. i always hide mine like under snow or right under my sled you don't leave it out in the ice like out by the trap that you caught it like what are you doing yeah and you're asking for it kind of right it's ah freaking bone it's like the the eagle knew he's like ooh, brown trout Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that, it's like when we were throwing the chunk fish up there, and they're like, oh, it's yelled. Oh, yeah, I don't eat that shit. It's gross. But I actually, on our second attempt, our second outing, I had an encounter with a gentleman that was <laughs> quite positive. So this was the same day that we had that the, the guy the, with the auger. The, the guy with the auger. But the, earlier in the day, this uh, this guy was a chum, straight up chum once again you got there before me because i was going to meet you a little later oh yeah and then you sent me the snap like oh no one's here and then you were telling me like oh you walk around the bend and then there's a truck on the ice dude there's what nine to twelve inches of ice out there like spotty definitely spotty areas where and not be good i get out of my car and i I messaged you and i was like yeah there's nobody here i was like freaking awesome like this whole inlet is ours. Like, yes. And I get out of my car, I'm packing up and I look out and I'm like, Oh shit. There's a shack there. What the frick? There's a truck out there. Like he parked right next to his shack. And as soon as I showed up, he like fired up his wood stove and like smoke was coming out of the, out of the stack. And I was like, Oh my God, this guy is nuts. But he's in the spot that I want to be at. Like that's, that's where I'm going. I was kind of pissed. I was like, shit. And I didn't want to be that guy that we always talk about that's like, eh, there's a guy over there. 
Pulling through on my Just like the guy that freaking show up later. Oh my gosh. So I was like, "Ah, early bird gets warm, man. Like, you got the spot. Like, congratulations. But I walked over. I started walking over the general direction. He comes out and he starts setting up his traps. I'm like, ah, all right. I'm going to talk to him. Like, I'll be friendly. So I go over the shore. Like, I'm probably about 50 to 100 yards, like, away from him at this point. Drop my stuff and I just start walking towards him. And make a long story short, this guy was, I mean, he, character. He, oh, he's, <laughs> as MacArthur would say, he was a cat. Yeah. he yeah. With a capital K. <laughs> <laughs> but nice guy, really nice guy. And I told him, I said, hey, you know, I'll be honest with you. Like, I was going to fish right pretty much where you are. And he's like, oh, man, don't worry about it. He's like, I only put out three traps. I'm just out here to have fun and just get away from everything. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about, man. Like, this guy is, I mean, he's a talker. He's a talker. <laughs> Good thing I wasn't there for the early Wait. session because I, when I met him for, like, when he was leaving, he was just talk, talk, talk. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah, I'm nice to meet you, but I have no idea who you are. I'm walking to our fishing spot right now. He was staring at you like, who the hell are you? Are you going fish with my buddy here? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, you uh, you look like you look familiar, like a guy I went to high school with. Yeah, then you're, this guy's uh, like 40, 50 years old, and you're twenty one. Yeah, do <laughs> I'm like splitting image. I'm like, yeah, I have no idea who the hell you are. What's your name? <laughs> it's like okay. Oh, but anyways, this guy. When you text me, you're like, fish, question mark? Dude, I didn't even have all my traps in because the guy wouldn't stop talking to me. Like, But I I almost felt obligated. Like, I had to. I was going to be nice. I mean, he was nice. He was a very nice guy. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with him at all. No. Just a piece of work. Yes. But he set up three traps, and he's like, oh, that's good enough. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, you can put your traps right in between mine. I don't care. I was like. Dude, this guy's legit. Like, <laughs> freaking awesome. So, yeah, I put traps like right next to his, and he was just like, "Yeah, whatever, man. That's cool." I was like, Are "You sure you don't care?" He's like, "Ah, fuck, no, whatever." I was like, "Cool, man." So, start setting up, and finally get the shelter set up and everything. And then, oh, here he comes. He's coming across the ice again. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, he's gonna talk to me for another hour, but he's like carrying something. I'm like. What is he doing? Gets over to me and, you know, we're shooting the breeze. And he's like, he goes, I'm freaking full. I just made breakfast in there. He's like, yeah, you can have the It's a sausage egg omelet. I'm like, what? The man delivered breakfast to me. And it was freaking good. It was so good. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this guy's just chum, man. Nice guy. It's nice running into people that are like that. Ah, oh, it's freaking awesome. If I had more beer... I would have offered him a beer, but I only had three beers, and I was like, listen. <laughs> you would definitely have one at 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm like, ah, oh, sorry, dude. Like, I have nothing to offer you. Like, if I had donuts or something, I'd give you a donut. But his ice shack was like the cat's meow of ice shacks. Like, you look at it, and you're like, it's nice. The man had, like, two-inch insulated foam on the side of his walls, like half a quart of wood. He had a half, yeah, it, he wasn't kidding either. You look in there, you're like, the half the shack is wood. And then he's got, like, cedar on the outside. He's like, oh, man, it's nice because you don't. I'm like, dude, cedar is expensive as shit right now. I'm like, oh. and I was giving him crap for it, and he's just laughing. He's like, yeah, whatever, home away from home. I'm like, I guess. He has it, like, on one side, and then one side's, like, plywood too, which is interesting. A screw maybe every inch into that plywood. There was maybe a thousand in there. <laughs> the first thing I noticed is just like split wood, split wood, and <laughs> bam, 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 bam. I'm like, oh, jeez, I'm buddy. But he was, I mean, that's one of those people that you love seeing on the ice. It just, they'll bend over backwards for you, even if they don't <laughs> even know you. It's like, this guy's freaking awesome. You know, he's giving me intel on the area. He's like, yeah, it's pretty slow. I'm like, crap. Yeah, we did our research and like, yeah. I mean, on paper, it looked great. Even like at the Jake Holt. So I show up, he leaves at the same time. So yeah. I kind of like replace where he was. Yeah. I mean, eight feet deep, four inches away from shore. And that is not, we have photographic evidence of this. It's like, crazy. 
literally and that was like that entire inlet right there it was you were a foot offshore and it was like eight feet of water i'm like holy shit you did catch a small brookie before i got there dinker dude like it was legal it was eight inches it's it's general law there but i'm like no i'm not keeping that i threw it back and the guy was like i was like yeah i caught a brookie he's like what (laughs) i was like yeah he's like did you keep i was like it was a dinker it was eight inches he's like oh oh." and i showed him the picture he's like oh shit you did catch one i'm like i'm not freaking lying to you dude like (laughs) (laughs) like, yeah i definitely caught one but uh I did catch a brookie, and I was like, "Cool!" Like, and then I showed up. We put my traps in. Yep. Moved the shack, which you had now, which was nice. It's so easy to move. I mean, if there was a gust of wind, we would have been absolutely like screwed. Yeah, but (laughs) but it was actually not bad to move. I mean, moved it eighty yards, eighty to a hundred yards. I mean, the spot was just asking for fish. Oh my god! You just look at it, and you're like, "Yeah, baby." Water yes. is pretty clear. Yeah. We got rocky shoreline, rocky bottom. Yep. I mean, you caught one. I did catch a brown trout. Yeah, towards the end of the day. I didn't get a single flag. I had a wind flag, maybe something wind flag. It definitely was not hit. I mean, it was nice to catch that brown because I was like, ah, oh, I, like, I was going after browns. I wanted to get a brown. That was definitely a stocked brown, though, because they stocked uh, 12 inches in there. Yeah, no, and, it's on the money. And that was right on the money, 12 inches. And I was like, damn it two inches short man so beautiful fish beautiful colors that brookie had beautiful colors too i was like man this is freaking awesome but we had a spectacular lunch oh baby let's go so you brought this like what how many gallon like it's like a lobster bake like yeah it's like four or five gallons pretty wide yeah and i was like oh i brought out some some kindling like did in the basement, and I brought out like, a couple paper bags, and I was like, I oh, will light a fire in there. And I'll, as long as we get some coals in the bottom of that, <sighs> venison beer can uh, hamburg, man. It's, again, delicious. Yeah, you know, we talked about and that. We planned it this time. It was planned. It was, totally planned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. P- planned. And I you know, brought some chips with us, little scoops, and it was freaking delicious just cut off the top of the can put your meat and seasoning and then right on the coals oh yeah how long did it take five five minutes yeah if that because you don't you don't freight the the can you could i guess mm, i i like how we do it so like three quarters to half and fill that with uh your hamburg and your seasoning like you said and then just let it sit it smells so the smoke like rolled off of the fire and it like went in the can so you get like a, a smoky but yet salty like seasoned taste it's out of so it. It's so good. Oh Definitely. Mm. If people walked up on us, they'd be like, you know they sell stoves, propane stoves. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand it's like it's like that debate of uh charcoal versus propane. Yeah. But it's, it's, oh. it gives you something to do though when you're trying to get sticks going and Yep. And it, cleanup's easy. You just carry that out with you, too. Yeah. You're not making a mess on the fucking ice. Like, because yeah. that's, I've seen people do that. They have fires on the ice. I'm like, and people are like, oh, that's stupid. And like, you can, I see people do it. It's possible. You don't but want th- to, though, right? But then you make a freaking mess. You're making a mess on the ice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. But this is nice. Clean everything. Made it. It got really freaking hot. So I layered the, layered the bottom of that pot with tin foil too. So the cleanup on the bottom of the, the pot was actually like a breeze. The only thing it could use holes in the bottom. Yeah, but I'm not drilling a hole in my pot. Yeah, but it is what it is. I mean, we knew that going into it. Like, there's no airflow. But yeah, usually I, <laughs> what I use that pot for is boiling a uh, deer heads for you know European mounts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. It, I'd do it again. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, for sure. And it was that day was fun. I didn't get anything. You got two trout and then a little dinker of a yellow, yellow perch, perch. Uh, but i mean that was just the first half of our day because we were planning You're right to go smelting that night crazy so we like drove an hour back to your place had dinner then we immediately left drove an hour literally like military chow like ate that in like oh, five. well for me i eat fast anyway oh but gosh i was keeping up with you i was so proud of myself just devouring food in like <laughs> 10 minutes because we're like, we have to go, we have to go, we have to go. So then we went smelting. I went to a place I've never been to before. 
I've never been smelting, period. This is my first experience. So I've had, like, what I usually do is I have, like, a couple jig poles, and I have, like, these sabiki rigs. So it's basically, like, six hooks spaced four inches apart. Right. You get there. You have a weight at the bottom, like, a half ounce. You cut up your budworm. You hook it up and drop it down. Pretty simple. And then you just wait for a little the tip to move a little bit. Yep. And you set the hook and reel it up. And last year... I caught over 50. I went a couple times, and I had a few They were, what, eight inches? Six, six to, eight. to eight inches. Yeah. Maybe a little smaller at times, a little bigger at times. Like, sometimes you get a honker. Sometimes you get a little, just a little tiny little thing. Yeah. But then, like, you got them, clean them, flour and oil. Oh, it's, like, amazing. Fish sticks, basically. You right. eat bone and all. So the, the plan was, like, all right. The plan. <laughs> the plan was... <laughs> If it, ice fishing doesn't produce, which, I mean, it produced a good time. It produced a good time. But when that guy was struggling with his auger, I just kept poking and going, content, yeah. content. It's like, <laughs> also karma. <laughs> Straight up. Oh. Anyway, but the plan was, all right, slow day fishing. Maybe we'll have a f- fast day of smelting and make it a little more interesting. However... Just like a few years ago when the smell population just dropped, there was just nothing. Mm. Absolute, like two inch almost yeah. smells. These are tiny. I didn't catch a single one. Streeter caught two. You caught one. Dinkers. Like, and by dinkers, I mean like uh, my shiners are I probably mean, just as big. These are the smallest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Never been to this place before. So Well, it's because when you were trying to call to get it's a place. Booked. Everywhere's booked. Everywhere. I call. I think there's like six options. Five of them were booked. And we only had one opportunity to do it, which was yesterday evening. Yeah. So we had the the nighttime shift, which should produce eight, more. Eight to two two a.m. So I mean, we brought sausage with with us, cooked it right on the stove, which was delicious. Yeah, but that stove. Yeah, it's always freaking hot in there. Holy hell, dude! So you're in. It's basically the size of this ice shack. I mean, it's ninety inches by ninety inches, probably tiny yeah. ice shack and you have a wood stove right in the center see that's the one thing i've never seen i always see them at the end so you can like move around that's that was kind of like a hazard almost holy hell if you spin the wrong way you're just gonna burn yourself i mean i went to take a leak outside or no it was you I went to take a leak outside and like you look up the, the smokestack and there's like a flame a two-foot flame coming up yeah <laughs> it's like holy <laughs> And I'm looking down the other, all the other stacks, and I'm like, ours is the only one that has fire coming out of it. Like all the other ones have smoke, but we had to cook, so we yeah, needed it really we had to hot. get that top hot. But that was just crazy. It's just a, it was a piss poor, piss poor experience. You had a poor, a very poor first experience. Usually, it's like, I got a triple last year. But in in you know the big picture here is that I get to I get to experience like the lull, like. I know what it's like now. I know what to expect. But now I think it will make me appreciate it. Like turkey hunting your first time? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Definitely different in a sense. For sure. But it will make me appreciate smelting that much more when it's good. I'll be like, this is awesome. Like It will make that experience better because yep. I, I suffered. I went through the shit. Yeah, I'm I'm going today again. So hopefully I'll have a little more luck going to a different one of the different camps i hope for you i need it <laughs> you <I> need <laughs> fucking need it i haven't caught a fish in the month of february well, I, I mean when you were when you were catching those pickerel i'm not gonna put it i could easily put a trap out there and catch a pickerel but i'm like the man is different whatever like i'm having fun just running back and forth and seeing a 14 inch pickerel come out of the hole at one point you're like I'm just gonna pull my traps and just have BS with you guys. I'm like, <laughs> really? Like, that's like the only time where I'm pretty relaxed when it comes to any outdoor activity. It's not like, obviously, any type of hunting. It's all the way like gung ho, and then open water fishing, which we'll be talking about very, very soon. I can't so wait. So stay man. tuned. I can't wait. I am off, all for it, all mm. day. No stopping. Can we just talk about what Streeter wore in the smelt shack? Oh, my God. <laughs> the man. He is, a, <laughs> he is a cat. The man shows up in athletic skimpy shorts. Shorts. <laughs> and hiking boots. 
And just drinking peppermint tea. tea. Not alcohol. Just tea. Just tea. Because I gave him shit when we were ice fishing. He had hot cocoa. I'm like, how old are you? And he's like, my dad said the same thing. I'm like, well, <laughs> maybe that's your cue. But uh, he, uh, he had, uh, yeah, peppermint tea or whatever. And then he had um, the athletic shorts, hiking boots. And at one point. It was a fucking fit. <laughs> at one point, we both turn around. The man is shirtless. He's wearing just the shorts and his hiking boots. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like thinking to myself, yeah, the, it, this doesn't surprise me. But like you looked around you're like, Jesus Murphy. What like, the fuck's going on? <laughs> Back to, and I turn around and it's just like, jeez. Oh. All right. Good morning. Gosh. That man is unique. Yep. Is unique in itself, but it was—I don't know—it was a good experience, I guess, for me to just the exposure of it to see what it's like, you know, because we went into it like over prepared, like layers, boots, like, and yeah, we get I mean, out there because sometimes like I don't even have the wood stove on, so it's like I'd rather have a jacket and right. boots on. Sometimes you have like five inches of water when you're walking off that little um, ramp. Yeah, the ramp. Yeah. So, but. It's fun. I at least we did stuff. I mean, we are we probably not. Gonna, this might be our last time ice fishing together this season. It's possible, yeah. It might be. It's big might. Big might. But once again, I'd like you to come down to I, my, to I my spot. I know it's tough, especially I know it's with tough. school. Like I don't have any breaks, so I have to work around my schedule to get down here yesterday. You have made it happen. We made it happen this week. Yes, on we your did. break, we yeah. made it happen. Yeah, we did. But I, I would say this is that you, if I were in your shoes, I know you're you're prepped, you're freaking ready for for spring. But I, as you do in your whitetail season, you have to end on a good note, and maybe the smelting is your good note tonight. Probably will be. Well, okay, worry. let me ask you this: if you don't catch shit. I probably won't go. So this is the only thing. It's ice fishing for me. I don't really need to end on a good note because a lot of times I've ended on a bad note. I think every year I've ended on a bad note. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But I usually like, I go hard for a week. Then it really just drops off a cliff because I'm busy. It's just the prep work for ice fishing. It's just you have maybe an hour drive, maybe an hour setup. Then it's like how much time do you get to fish? And then you have to clean up and then drive back. And then right. unpack your car, whatever. Like, there right. is so much work involved. When you're fishing, it says drive there, and I'm already ready to go. Grab the pole, you're fishing, get the line wet. Yeah, so. But. Hmm. Hopefully, we'll see some. I'll see a fish on the end of my I'll line. I'll see a fish. <laughs> end of my line. End of my line. Oh, that. You know, it's bad when you're like, oh, I hope I get a smell. Yeah. I hope I guess. <laughs> I haven't been too much like any type of fishing though the past four weeks. Been like pretty spotty. I mean, this is the most fishing I've done this week, let alone with just you. All of the past six weeks. I mean, my semester started five weeks ago, so pretty tough. Yeah, but we got mm, six weeks until. We roll into my favorite time of year, and I can't wait to talk about it well, on the next episode. Yep. We'll get all into it, and I can't wait because get once some... March rolls around, I see those Masters commercials. Mm. Jim Nance, let's go. Hello. We get golf. The we get fishing. Dun, yes. Oh, yep. Best time of year. Yes, sir. It, I'll say this. It's up there with the rut. It's up there with the rut. I would put it double. I If I could live... Three months of the year, it would be April to June. Yeah. Yeah. I can do so many different Love things. Love my fall, man. But I, I would say you're starting to convert me into this, like, I'm seeing the light. I, I'm i seeing the light. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, I'm getting there. I'm going to – I'm basically starting from scratch. I'm going to redo all my rigging. I'm, you're going to teach me the ways. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right. And then you'll make your own way from there, because I definitely am. We already have different philosophies on so many different things, everything basically. Yeah, but 
It's not a bad thing, though. It's not. It balances out. <laughs> but that's our uh, that's our recap over the past uh, few weeks, folks. And make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. Drop, drop a rating, a like, anything. Absolutely. And any any voice. Uh, any Go back voice to helps. listen to uh, some of our old ones if you want. They're good. Yeah, ice fishing is going to be. I mean, could go until April if you're going up north. So, and I might go out a few more times. I might, I might mention it on the next yeah, cast. But I might. Well, I'm going to mention the smelting I do probably. Yeah, if it's worthy. Well, if it's if it's uh, worthy of being talked about, we'll uh, we'll definitely report back on on how we, you know, cut the season off. But uh, it might be a brief cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting more amped. About, I didn't catch shit. Yeah. <laughs> I went out one more time right after we recorded this podcast. Didn't catch anything. And then I immediately put everything in the garage. (laughs) Because we were talking about on the ride back last night when we were like half half asleep. But like everything we're doing, we're doing it right. It's just. I'm doing the same. It's fishing. It's fishing. Like we're doing everything right. You can only control so much when you're ice fishing. Yeah. You're just setting a trap and you're picking where you set the trap, and we're moving our trap, so we have varying heights, varying everything. We've tried every option. Worms. Different locations, different counties. Like, we're putting miles in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this year I fished more new spots ice fishing than I ever have. Yeah. But, I mean, I still caught four brookies this season, so I'm fine with that. Right, right. But springtime, man. We're looking forward to it. But as always, folks, get in the woods. And get on the water.